Well, hello, good morning, buenos dias, bonjour. Thank you, everybody, for being here at Thursdays at the Daily Huddle, Spiritual Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Ogando, and I am excited to be with you today. We are starting a new series, a new series, as we are winding down the summer and coming back to the fall. Uh, last year, uh, I had to give you some pre-recorded stuff because I was off and away to Egypt. This year, we are not going to Egypt, and so I will be here live for the remainder of the year. However... In order to properly, darling, uh, set us up for this new uh, series that we're doing, I want to talk to you about the power and the cycle of manifestation. How do you actually go about creating the goals that you desire to create in your life? We're going to talk about that today in the Daily Huddle. Welcome. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Bradstreet says, if we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. If we did not taste adversity, prosperity would not be so welcome. And that is the power, not only of contrast, but of honoring the cycles that we go through in our different stages of life. Uh, I want to talk to you today about the eight um, phases of manifestation. Uh, we'll start with the first four. Right, because it's it's you know, I don't want to talk so fast that we miss it, and I want to leave some time for our discussions as well. So we're going to talk about the first four seasons of manifestation, and then next week we'll talk about the second four seasons of manifestation. But let me draw you a picture so you understand where we're going with this. Okay, imagine if you have a pen and paper, or maybe you can draw this right there at your notebook. But imagine a clock. Right, so you draw a circle. And at the very, very top, you have 12 o'clock, right? Like 12 noon. And at the bottom, you have six o'clock, like 6 p.m., right? And then uh, across the middle, then you have the three o'clock position and the nine o'clock position. Are you with me? You're tracking? Okay. So at high noon, right? That is... Uh, uh, when there are no shadows, right? The, the sun is at its peak and it is strong. If you were to associate it with the seasons of the year, that would be the summer solstice, right? And the summer solstice at the longest day of the year is when we have the most light and the least darkness. Uh, we don't have shadows and it's really, really hot and heavy and busy, at least in nature. Like the earth is bubbling with life and things are harvesting the blossoming has already been done it's not in full bloom right and from that 12 o'clock position as it wanes that's why we have the, the the word waning moon for the lunar cycles that's another sermon for another sunday but when it comes down then at the three o'clock position then that's um you know the sun's still hot don't get me wrong it's still hot at three o'clock but now it's coming down right it's coming down and at the six o'clock position, although this doesn't make sense like 
um, sun-wise, right? We're just talking, I'm just giving you the big picture in terms of like the contrast. So if the sun is at its highest at the 12 o'clock position, at the summer solstice position, then the opposite is the winter solstice position. And that's when the sun is at its weakest, right? It's when you have the longest night and the shortest day in contrast to the longest day and the shortest night, yeah? And so then from that winter solstice, then the sun begins to rise again, yeah? And uh, maybe you're already catching on to some of the metaphysics and the, and the symboli, symbology that you have in certain major religions. Uh, because then when the sun rises again, um, we celebrate that uh, and it culminates in Easter around the spring equinox. And almost all of these religious traditions have been, uh, have been taken from solar and lunar traditions that came before them, right? And so what does this have to do with your manifestation? If you align yourself with the cycles of the planet you inhabit, <laughs> maybe you could go with nature instead of against it and you could have an easier time of it. And it can flow and you don't have to feel like you're white knuckling it up a mountain and forcing things. Because I think sometimes uh, when we don't understand the cycle of something, then we get frustrated. We think that we're not seeing progress fast enough and we get frustrated with some seeming delays and seeming obstructions and so forth. If you thought, for example, that when you get pregnant and you have a baby, the baby's just supposed to be all roses and amazing googie eyes, and, and then when the diaper change comes, you're gonna be freaked out. You're gonna be like, oh, I was not expecting this. And why does it smell like this? And why is he crying? Why is he so inconsolable? You have to understand the ups and the downs of what you're dealing with in order for you to not only equip yourself for it, but handle it proactively, right? So let's talk about the first four phases of manifestation. Let's think about uh, the fall equinox, which is if you, if you come back to this clock at the high noon position is summer. At the three o'clock position is the fall equinox. And the reason we call it equinoxes is because they're equal, equidistant from the north and the south, right? And then up at the six o'clock position, then you have the winter solstice. And we call it solstice because it is a solar position. Then at the nine o'clock position, then you have the uh, spring equinox. And then we're back to the summer, okay? At the fall equinox in September, when the sun is really in full descent to the lowest point at the winter is when you've already done, you're already done with the harvest. You've already put those things away. The preserved jars have already been done. <laughs> you've cured the meats. You've put your, the fruits and grains and, and so forth when, where they need to be. And now it's time to hunker down for the winter, right? From an agricultural nature, seasonal perspective in this way, right? You're putting all the summer clothes away. You're bringing out all the uh, sweaters and the cute coats and things like that. But from a manifestation perspective, this is when the seed for the next harvest begins to take shape. What is the objective? The first step in manifestation is to get clear 
and, and goal setting and, and, and goal achievement is to get clear about what it is, not the how yet. Because a lot of times we do not give ourselves permission to even dream of the what if we don't have a how. It's not time for the how yet. See, and if you understand these seasons, if you understand these cycles, then you will give yourself permission to think about that later. So first, we have to get clear on the what. What is the goal? What is the objective? What do you want to manifest in the next 12 months, in the next quarter, et cetera, et cetera? Okay. From, a, from a yearly position, that corresponds to from the fall equinox to about November 4th, like late fall. And so when you get clear about that goal, then you, you want to infuse your commitment and your conviction about that goal with the um uh, in your into your subconscious into your emotional self if you've been here in the daily huddle thursday spiritual matters then you have heard me speak about the sacred divine marriage if you will between thought and feeling creating a result creating an action right and so the what if you can think of it this way the what being clear about that objective is the seed is the pattern is the right and then it goes into the womb if you will the feeling nature of your subconscious so you you get clear on that thought and then you plant it in your subconscious imbuing it with emotion getting excited about it getting excited about what it looks like and what it means and, and setting your imagination on fire as it were to clarify what that goal when it's in its manifested form or it's going to look like if you think about it from the perspective of uh, a couple that gets pregnant and they very much want the baby they've been dreaming about the baby they want to start a family that's the the exactitude of the goal right so when they finally get pregnant they get very excited so it's it follows that pattern right the third phase of manifestation or of goal achievement now that you're clear on the what and you've gotten your emotional and your subconscious uh, uh being around it now you have to clear the debris because how many of us know that when you get clear on a particular goal in a particular direction and you get all excited about it here comes the yeah buts right here comes that mm, you're not gonna do that that's too much that's that's not enough time we don't have enough money and you're too old and this is too lofty and all the year buts start coming up. So you're going to have to start clearing those. You're going to have to start diminishing those. You're going to have to start um, melting them <laughs> as it were. And that is the work that happens in the clearing phase. That's supposed to happen. See, sometimes we get the year buts and you think, oh, then that means I should stop. No. This is just you clearing the weeds from the garden. You've already planted the seed. Don't stop now. Continue to water it, which is what happens in the, in the planting phase, right? Continue to water it. But as the weeds come up, clear that crap out. That's the point. You don't stop. You don't let the weeds take over for God's sake, right? So once you've done that, then the next phase for manifestation Again, very, getting very clear about the goal, planting it in your subconscious and your emotional mind and clearing all the weeds out. Now you start getting ideas about the how. When you start imagining the finished product as it were or the outcome, then it's like, oh, 
it could look this way. I could do this and I can call this person and we can launch it this way and we can send these many emails and uh, we can apply for this funding and we can get so-and-so involved and we can get this sponsor and we can get this venue. And you start getting ideas, you start gathering. It's like when you decide that you're going to make lasagna, you look in the pantry and like, let me see, do I have the pasta? Do I have the, do I have the ricotta cheese? Do I have, right? So you're like gathering all of the, the ingredients required for the successful completion of this objective. And those are the first four uh, phases, if you will, of manifestation. We're going to talk about the next four next time, but just with starting those four, can you see how some people stop halfway and some people don't complete because somewhere in there, they either get frustrated or discouraged or interrupted? Has that ever happened to you? Has it ever happened to you that you are on your way to produce an amazing goal or an amazing objective or you're really excited about something and then the yeah buts drown it out? Or when it's time to gather your ingredients, you're like, I ain't got nothing in the pantry. <laughs> I gotta go grocery shopping. I didn't know. I didn't know it was time to gather. <laughs> so the gathering phase caught you, caught you unawares, right? So let's talk about it. I want to open up the, the discussion now for... Um, talking about what is the goal that you've had recently that now looking back on it, you're like, oh, that's what happened. I let the yeah butts get in the way. Or, oh, that's what happened. I didn't gather my ingredients. Or, oh, that's what happened. I wasn't clear on the what. Or maybe you're like, oh, that's what happened. I didn't, uh, I, I didn't plant it in my subconscious like that. I wasn't really committed. It was like a nice idea, but I wasn't really in it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about where, where you were with, uh, pick a goal that you had recently and let's talk about how you did with these first four phases of manifestation. Good morning. Can morning. you hear me? Uh -huh. Can you hear me? Uh, it's fun that you, I uh, thank you so much Dr. Agando for picking the topic and having me get more clarification and the goal that and I still am the goal. I started my journey with a girlfriend of mine 12 days ago, and she quit three days ago. So that was my, oh, she didn't have it clear. So now I know where, what happened. And yesterday, I almost started to be like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And the spirit said, yes, you're going to finish. I, and what it, it is is that I'm calling cleansing right now for three weeks. So my girlfriend, she said, oh, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Can we start all over again? I said, no, I'm in the middle of it. I am not going to quit. And she just jumped on a bus and she said, I got to go. I said, okay, no problem. So she texted me yesterday. She said, are you still doing I said, yes, I have a goal. My goal that I have uh, encountered with her, uh, really determined is to go back to my unbridden party pong. And I was 195. So I am there. I am getting there. I'm 150. And I'm so happy that I stick to the goal. And I have to finish because this is something that I have said in my subconscious mind that is my point. 
So right now I have 10 pounds more to go and a week more to go on my current cleansing. So, Ura, I am getting Yay. here. Thank you so awesome. much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations on that progress. That's awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's great. Who else has something? Mine aren't, the, mine aren't the what if, mine are the what the Fs. Like, <laughs> yes. I, mean, I, I can I can navigate it all great as long as everybody will just leave me the heck alone, right? So <laughs> that's a great point. Having having so many um, so many planets orbiting orbiting my sphere, it uh, if they're all perfectly synced and everything works well, then yeah rocking and rolling manifesting putting it together this is the vision this is what we're doing this is where we're going but usually we get to yeah this is the vision this is what we're doing okay hold mm -hmm. on a second let's deal with this issue over here right and then mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. we're back on track we're getting it going and, and there's just unavoidable interactions that that come in and so my biggest uh focus can't be Oh, that's the end game. My biggest focus is stay on track, stay on track, stay on track, right? You'll get there, yeah. but stay on track. And again, unavoidable things hit you. The storm this morning in Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. wife usually drives herself to work every morning. And guess what? She can't drive when it's pouring rain and that dark out. So uh, we had to adjust and overcome some things there. And I just, here we are. But then I had something bail on me where I was supposed to be somewhere else. And the guy said, you don't have to be there. So I'm back on track. Click, 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 click. I had an extra 30 minutes to come hang out with you guys while I'm working on it at the same time. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're mm -hmm. just staying on track. The unavoidable interruptions you can't do anything about, but you can't let them side rail you and keep you there. You got to keep back on track. That's that's where my two cents would be. That's awesome. Thank you, Robin. And you bring up a great point. It's really easy to... Uh, produce something in my own mind but then when it's time to bring it out into the the real world and there are the people and there's competing agenda and there's other things that are coming up then it's like oh lord and now i got even more balls to juggle so to speak but this is a great 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 introduction to the purpose of the yeah buts they're not just obstacles they're not just inconveniences this isn't a glitch in the matrix this is supposed to come up to reveal to you the secret competing agenda that you yourself have, that you haven't admitted to yourself. And the only way you can see them is if they're outside of you because you don't see them inside of you, right? It's like how I always say, you can never move your head fast enough to see your own ears. You're going to have to stand in front of a reflection, either somebody else or a mirror in order to see it. The good and, line. <laughs> and so, when you can see that it's like, oh, here I am with the competing agenda of I'm a problem solver. What do problem solvers need in order to justify their existence? Problems. Problems. What does a um, warrior, I'm a warrior, I'm a get it done dude. What does a warrior need? War, right? And so when I can see some of these stuff coming at me. It's like, who do I say that I am such that this is in front of me? And then that's something that I can take and I can pluck off of my consciousness because now it's conscious, but it's in the subconscious. Just like Carl Jung said, if you don't make the unconscious conscious, it'll drive your life and you'll think it's fate. And so that's the whole point of the yeah buts is to make the unconscious conscious so you can do something about it. 
So I love that you brought that up, Robin. Gio, you have something? Your hand up. Yeah, I was, um, I got, I got um, lost somewhere on the, uh, something you were saying about taking the weeds out. Yes. Getting, could you say more about that again? Yeah, once you, you start, once you've gotten clear on the objection, on the objective, and you've planted it into your feeling mind, into the womb of your consciousness, the, the things that are its opposite will start popping up. The obstacles, the yeah, buts, the you can't do it, you're too fat, you're too old, you're too short, you're too this, you're too busy, you don't have time, you can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. All those obstacles, all those uh, interruptions will pop oh, up to weed. derail you. Th those are the weeds, yeah. Mm. And so the job, what happens sometimes is that when we see the weeds, we're like, oh, it must not be meant to be. Oh, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. Right? But the weeds aren't there to stop you from the goal. The, the weeds are there to chisel you towards it. It's a different purpose. right? And so the contrast is a teaching device. It is, it's not a derailment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, can, I just want to feel, gee, if you don't mind, I just want to feel one more taste to that. I'm in the process of finishing this book, and I've had so many delays driving me crazy getting it done. And I'm thinking that they're delays and I'm yanking the weeds left and right. Like, come on, let's get through this. And then all of a sudden you come across this nugget that was attached to the roots of one of those weeds. And you're like, oh, I needed that. I had yeah. to see that to get where I was going. I've been frustrated and freaking out about printing the book and all these unknowns about it. But really, like you said, they're in my head. They're eating away at me. Like, how are you going to do this? Where are you going to get this money from? Because it's going to cost so much. And, and, mm -hmm. and I heard a comment in a conversation last week and I went and looked at all the information and priced out everything. And I went, oh, it's not going to cost me anywhere near what I thought. And I don't have mm -hmm. to have it printed in China and I can get it printed in the United States and it's going to be quality and it's going to be just the way I want it. And it's going to be delivered really quickly. And I'm like, oh, that's why I've had all these delays and all these problems, because I didn't have that piece of information first, right? So that's exactly where you're going with this, is you got to get yeah. it out there, but don't be overwhelmed by the delays sometimes, because there's something that you're missing, and when that piece comes, there it is. So that was yeah. perfect, perfect lead-in. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Gio? Um. So I wanted to get another angle at the how my internal chatter of the yeah buts or the weeds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get another angle from you on seeing it as as a good. Uh, you said like uh, those all of those weeds, all of those yeah buts are a good. They're there to support the goal you want or support what, where I want to go. Or mm -hmm. it can be seen that way. Um, the, the weeds of, uh, yeah, but I, I, I've never done it before. Or every time I put that goal, I failed at it anyway. Or it's some version of, uh, yeah, I'm not tall enough or smart enough or confident mm -hmm. enough or I don't have the resources. Mm -hmm. uh, could you say a little bit more of how maybe that weed, maybe that internal talk is actually helping 
or could actually help? Sure, absolutely. Because if if you, let's use one that you just mentioned as an example. If I said to myself, I want to get, uh, I want to get, uh, oh, I'll use my own experience. I want to get a PhD in comparative religions. I've never done that before, right? And if the yeah, but is like, you've never done that before. You already have a degree, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> How much, how many more degrees do you need, Lord? You know? And so the, but I would have to get past that. I would have to overcome that conversation in order to get to the goal. If I let that goal, if I let that yeah, but stop me, then I couldn't get to the goal. And it's a little bit like a tennis match. Uh, you're a tennis person. If there's not somebody across the net, we don't have a game, right? You have to have somebody volleying the thing back in order for you to be able to to be in your glory as a tennis player. And so in the same way, those yeah buts are there to get you to move through the mm -hmm. resistance, the internal resistance that you have so that you can get to the goal. If you cannot, will not get to that resistance or transcend that resistance, you will not get to the goal. So that where coaching will come into place. Like if I'm playing against a tennis, against a tennis player that always beats me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, how will you get I don't want to play anymore against that guy, right? I don't, I'm never going to win on my goal. And that's, that's a metaphor for the goal. If, if every time I set up a goal for myself and I never make it, it's like the tennis player that always beats me. So I've yeah. got to allow myself to get the coach, right? To help me to right. see something differently. Right. Yes. And get better skills and get, you know understand his, his psychology anticipate that etc it's like oh that's why that's here oh that's why he does it that way oh that's oh and then you get all these you know like, illumination moments right it's like oh i didn't have it like that one way. of you my have your own reframe one of the the goals that i failed miserably in my life is to exercise every morning uh -huh. you know and so i so i have i've had that goal for 20 years and I've achieved other really cool goals, but this one, that tennis player is beating me every single time. <laughs> and right. uh, and and it's not that I am resigned and cynical, but the chatter is there all the time. Sure. And uh, and so what I'm seeing is I can't give up on getting a coach. Because mm -hmm. the way I'm, the way I'm playing this player is yeah. the same way every time, right? And whether I've had different coaches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I've got to what I'm discovering. This conversation is I've got to get a different coach. I've got to continue to do that because it's just, it is just about finding the weakness of that other player. I'm seeing the whole thing as a tennis match, really, actually. That was a really great, yeah. really great example for me because I have beaten people that I've never in my lifetime thought I could beat. Mm -hmm. And it's always been a little adjustment. It's been a little thing that yeah. gets in their head. Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And so That's now I point. can see for myself, like, oh, man, I got a tennis player on the other side. This is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. 
this is one of the reasons why I use the word, you know, you've heard people talking about, oh, I've made a quantum leap. And you think that when they say quantum leap, that it's this huge thing. Like they just jumped from Mount Kilimanjaro to Mount Everest or something. Like the distance is amazing, right? That's not a quantum. If you, if you do your research, if you Google the definition of quantum in physics, a quantum is the smallest. It's not even an atom. It's, it's smaller than an atom. It's those nuances, it's those tweaks that you're talking about, uh, Gio, that allow you to then shift the entire fulcrum of the destination of where you're going because you made that little tweak. One last commentary from Chase. Before we head out. I'm sorry about the noise, I'm on the train. I just have a question for Gio. Gio, huh? the guy that you play tennis all the time that beats you every time, have you ever seen yourself beating him in your mind ever on any game ever? Have you ever seen yourself beating him if you ever visualized that i don't think so it's a good point ah. i don't think i've ever done that just want to put that in your head i know you're gonna yeah, think about that's it. cool yeah i'm gonna take that on thanks that's all i have <laughs> thank you Steel. that's awesome Ch uh, chase that's that awesome. was a quantum leap right there yeah thank you see you next time At the Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your full potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give us our best every day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss the stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back, you will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, your actions, Power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Until next time, go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. See you next time.